This is the podcast for social media to revisit it. I'm Jen Vasquez, and I'm speaking Hello, with everyone. Nico for today. So our we're going to be focusing on like the two juiced in readings, developing a richer learning experience, as well as increasing communication and encouraging contact. So throughout the whole like course, we've been talking about the importance of developing 21st century skills and what those skills are and why it's important to develop these 21st century skills. So um, Nico, I was wondering if you could give us some input as to what these 21st century skills are. Yeah, so when I think of 21st century skills, I like immediately jump to social media because and that's what the this thing was called social media too, so that makes sense. I think about how how uh, people can use social media in positive and negative ways, and how it could help or hurt people depending on on how you use it and what you post on it, and how you can network yourself to talk to people that you could never even imagine like talking to like around the world without without it. And how in a snap of a finger, someone like me living in Long Island can talk to someone living in the UK or something just just in a second and being able to network that and just being able to talk to people like that I think that's what I think of when I think of like 21st century skills and how to take advantage of that to benefit you and other people yeah right. and I think it's just as you mentioned that how somebody from Long Island could speak to somebody from like a different country like one that they'd never like visited before I think that really like changes how like you said how we network and also like how we collaborate and it has like an impact as to like how we see the world so um I think that has to deal with like you know um you know if it impacts like our world view then it impacts you know like our critical thinking skills and our problem solving skills, as well as collaboration. So, um, Jusin was talking about, you know, incorporating social media um, into the classroom in order to obtain these 21st century skills. And he was talking about using different platforms such as YouTube, Twitter, et cetera. And um, I don't know, what do you think about incorporating all that into the classroom? So, I think I think it's definitely worth looking into. I think that whenever teachers can look into trying to apply something new in their classroom, I think that they should totally like go for it almost every time. I think that tools like, like YouTube for, for showing videos and classes, there's definitely like lots of great educational videos on YouTube that, that you could show your classes that, that I've watched and I've thought that I got, I got a lot out of it and they don't even have to be like extremely long either. They could just be like quick three to five minute videos. Uh, there's definitely a lot of possibilities like on using Facebook and Twitter. I know that there's even courses at Delphi that look at using Instagram and Twitter in the courses and the course is like entirely built around using Twitter and Instagram. So I think that it's definitely something that teachers should try using even if they're skeptical at first because if it doesn't work then they can just scrap the idea or they could build on it and try to make it work and just make improvements into into using it. I think the students would really appreciate it. I think so too. And I, I like, that was like the first time I ever heard that like Instagram and all these um, other platforms are being integrated into the Adelphi um, course. 
Um, Because, you know, like you said, like YouTube is, you know, very popular among the educators, you know, I've had like in my college experience, in my undergrad, like I've had professors, you know, Mm -hmm. recommend certain YouTube videos and they even pull them up in class. And um, it's like a quick clip, as you said, like five minutes, they'll demonstrate something that you need to learn. And sometimes the the YouTube videos is much more effective somehow. Like it reinforces what you learned that day. So um, I think that's interesting that now Instagram and Twitter are also being brought into the classroom because that's like totally new to me. So I'll be interested to see that. I think um, a lot of educators are being mindful of like um, what Clark and Mayer said about the multimedia principle, kind of like incorporating all that different types of media, whether it's audio, visual, et cetera, like into the um, education. Um, so how do you feel about, cause Jusin was talking about, instead of using something like Moodle or Blackboard, you could use like Facebook to post your course outlines and have these discussion boards. And I was wondering what your opinion was about so I that. I thought it was really cool. I, I thought when I read it, 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 it like instantly reminded me of how Adelphi uses Moodle, like, having like because i mean almost everyone i think at least i think everyone has a facebook i don't know are kids still using facebook are people in high school still use facebook i have no idea but i mean i have a facebook and (laughs) most of the people i know have one so i'm just going to assume everyone has a facebook so i think that it's a it's a great way to making sure everyone is like on it because everyone's on almost everyone's on social media and you know that they're usually going to be on it so there's really like no excuse to not see it because you know people are usually on social media a lot and i i've been like in facebook groups before and the the interface of it's actually pretty pretty simple and basic and like easy to understand and it's a great way to like just get in contact with people but like if, if a teacher wants to like get in contact with students instead of like sending out a mass email they could just go on the facebook group and just send out a message and then it'll get sent to everyone. Like they'll get a notification for it. If it's an assignment, if it's an announcement, it could be anything. And I think that could definitely be very useful in a classroom setting. I think so too. And I, and I really like Justin's argument saying that, um, a lot of like the younger generation, they're not, they're not very mindful with their emails. Like emails are very slow. Like, it takes a while to get a reply and just a lot of students in general, they're not very mindful of emails. They're not used to like slow communication. They're used to having like that instant feedback through like text messages and, and like through social media. So I think that's really important to consider because, um, you know, if, if some, if no, if somebody's not using their email, yeah. then what's the point of having the email in the classroom? So, and if these kids are going on Facebook and like you said, like, I don't know what the younger generation is doing with Facebook, if they're on it like that. Um, but, you know, if they're on something, on some yeah. sort of platform w- that can support course discussions and such, then why not yeah. use it? It doesn't even have to be Facebook. You know? It could be Twitter and they could make a page on Twitter and have the students follow it. I know there's definitely more, Twitter is definitely yeah. more popular like nowadays. So if it's not Facebook, you could definitely make it work with Twitter. Right. And they said, you know, they could do the updates, little reminders for due dates. So that's that's very helpful, you know, for, you know, people who are always on the go and such. It's a, You know, it's and it's portable, too. It's on your phone and you don't have to worry about missing a deadline. 
I think I bought it. Cause I know even I've forgotten about my emails, and I've I saw an email, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna reply to that later, and I never reply to it, and it just never gets answered. <laughs> now, do you think? Um, because we were speaking about the pros of all this. Do you think there are like a couple of like cons in using like social media? Like any drawbacks to uh, it? Yeah, there definitely could be some drawbacks, like especially if it's. If we're talking outside, like, the communication part of it, I think if you're trying to use, like, social media, like, inside, the, like, in the school, inside of a classroom, and trying to use social, it could be a little risky because kids may just be browsing their social medias, like, like, ca- like casually browsing social media, like how they, they're used to doing, like how they always do, and not really using it for the activity that the teacher may mm-hmm. be trying to implement. So I think that's a possible kind of, like, just mm-hmm. them just being on social media doing whatever instead of doing what the teacher is intending for them to do. All right, so it's like a distraction, basically. Like, they're not going to really focus what they're supposed to be doing. Um, I was going back through, like, this, that debate that we had on the voice thread that was dedicated for this topic, and um, some people did bring up, you know, certain concerns. One of them had to deal with, like... Um, this over-reliance on social media as a, as a valid source. And somebody was saying, well, you know, if they're supposed to be doing some research or something, um, they're, you know, like students might get information from social media because, you know, like now it's like a source for like yeah. news and research and all this other stuff. So um, it's like, you know, depending on Wikipedia almost, like, you know, it's not valid. It's not always valid. So she's like, you know, one of the person said, like, well, the students are going to rely on this instead of, like, actual scholarly types yeah, of you sources. Who you're your tweets from. And, yes, that, too. And um, also she mentioned privacy. Um, you know, does it affect, like, students' privacy as well as the teacher's privacy? Because then all of a sudden you're starting to have, like, these worlds collide. Mm-hmm. Their personal and professional spheres colliding. And um, is it worth, like, incorporating social media? One one person said, you know, she's currently a teacher. She said, like, um, you know, how am I going to have the time and the resources to integrate social media into her um, curriculum? So, yeah, like, these are all concerns valid. that are, you know, worth mentioning. we valid concerns to have. And I was, yes. And I was wondering, too, if, um, if age if age has something to do with it, like can younger students um, deal with social media as opposed to like college age students? Yeah, I could see that like seventh, eighth graders, like do, maybe not seventh, doing this with seventh, eighth graders. Cause I, I mean, I technically I don't think they're supposed to be on social media. It, did they like last time I checked, like the age was like 13 or something. I don't know if I was, was lowered or, or lowered or not, but I know like I was like eight year old, eight years old on MySpace, So it doesn't really stop kids from, <laughs> using social media with the age limit but maybe i would try it if i were to do it i would try it with like an older class maybe like a senior maybe like a senior class like so because senior class is usually a little bit more a little bit more laid back so maybe i would maybe try it there first and then if it worked great there i would try it with the younger class mm. so are you I'm currently a teacher right oh okay so this is yeah. something you're thinking about possibly okay so um have you ever had any experiences in using social media in the classroom before like facebook anything like that 
In high school, I'm trying to think if I did. I don't know if I did in high. I don't think I did in high school. And I'm trying. And in college, I think that the only class. I think this class, the only time I like used Twitter, like the Twitter ha hashtag investigation, was like the only time I used like Twitter on like in a class. But I can't really think of a time where any of my professors or any of my teachers used social media before, besides like showing Facebook, not Facebook, but YouTube videos. I don't think I can't think of a time <clears throat> where my teachers did use it. <laughs> did you have you ever experienced it? So, um, looking back, I don't really think so. I think it was like maybe like in high school, like you said, with the YouTube videos, and that was more for yeah. you know to demonstrate something. Um, I haven't used like actual YouTube until until this class actually and the same thing with Twitter I'd never been on Twitter until I had to do the hashtag investigation and I felt like those experiences helped to kind of like reinforce that point about more active learning and being engaged and kind of like bring like you know what's going on in the real world like into the classroom so um I don't know. Like, do you think you would have learned differently or better if social media was being incorporated incorporated into your education, like in say, high school or and such? I definitely would have been different. It really, I think it really just depends on the teacher, pretty much. I think at the end of the day, the social media is just a tool to be used, and depending on how you use it, it could be good or it could be bad. And I think it just really just depends on the teacher. Like, it would be hard for me to see like one of my like older teachers who was like seventy years old using social media in a in a meaningful way <laughs> i don't know maybe she would have maybe i'm just being ageist but i can't see her i can't see her like trying to use it in the classroom so i mean it, yeah i think it would depend on the teacher that i had i mean i could see some teachers doing well with it and others being clueless like i, I could never see them on like facebook or twitter right and i think like you know like i think back then we had teachers you know because, like, social media is a, it's still a relatively new thing. Yeah. You know, it's only been around for, what, like a decade or something? Maybe yeah, like a little more? Yeah, social media, I could think it was MySpace. And that was, like, when I was in elementary school. So, definitely, like, in the last 10, 15 years. So, yeah. So, I would imagine, like, you know, they wouldn't know what to do with it. And it was, like, I felt like it was very taboo back then. Like, trying to incorporate something, you know, that kids are always on. And it's, like... I feel like the teacher saw that as yeah. some sort of distraction rather than a source to actively like, oh, we could use this as a tool to um, get them more engaged, to um, build on their collaboration skills. Yeah, I think it's like similar to cell phones. I mean, like back then, like when I was in high school, like you saw a cell phone, like it was taken away, like or told to like be put away. And now now schools are, like incorporating iPads, which are very similar to cell phones. So... So I think right, we, yes. yeah, we'll see. I, I could see like in the next like five to 10 years, social media being used a little bit more in classrooms. I could definitely, I could see it happening. Yeah, especially if um the workforce is calling for people who are very um tech yeah. savvy. You know, like they need they need people who are like on top of like all this technology and, and also too like how to um deal with all this information that's now on the internet. So um, I don't know, like, you know, Buckingham said, like, uh, you know, it doesn't really make a difference. Like, you know, you're going to be taught critical thinking skills no matter what, you know, whether you 
the social media or use, you know, gaming as G recommended or use like traditional, you know, textbooks. So um, I don't know. It's like one of the things you have to see, especially with the younger generations who were literally born with computers. So um, any like concerns about it, like like you're you saying about thinking about incorporating into the classroom when you become a teacher? Like, do you think it's feasible? Like what parts of it do you think would be, you know, capable of? implementing i think i mean i i would definitely be interested in, in the uh just the communication aspect just uh, on its face just being able to communicate with my students at any time and then then being able to instantly see and get a notification for it i think that's extremely useful i think that it could definitely be used for some sort of collaboration like some sort of collab work between students i think it's definitely there's definitely some potential there i don't know exactly what but I, I could like see something being used with collaboration between students. Uh, I'm not really sure. I haven't really put a lot of thought into it, but I, in those two areas, I think it would be useful in like communication and collaboration. I think those are like the biggest strengths of social media in the classroom. Right. And I think it helps with like, you know, the creativity because I, I used to think of myself as, you know, somebody who's like tech savvy because, you know, I, I grew up with like social media computers and whatnot. But then I took this course and like I had to learn how to do podcasts. I had to learn how to do infographics. I had to learn to do um, videos, which is something I never done before. So it's like how tech savvy am I really if I don't know how to do any of these things? So but now it's good to know because I know how to do things and it's stuff that I could carry on. Like if I have to do a presentation for work or whatever, then I could draw upon, you know, these skills, like to make a video instead of a PowerPoint. And I'm pretty sure Tuff would be very happy to see that I'm not making <laughs> another PowerPoint for like a work presentation. So um, any like, um, any last thoughts or comments regarding um, this podcast or this topic uh, in general? I thought this was a great topic. I mean, this is one of my favorite topics that we did. I think that just because so many, like we all use social media. So it's like something that is very relatable to to read about and and to do like just to just to do as a topic like the podcast for it and the hashtag investigation like it was just something that was very relatable to to me because i'm on i'm on twitter instagram facebook like whatever i'm on all of them so and i feel i think a lot of people probably felt the same way because we all use it so see, getting ideas as to how to implement it on like if for the teachers out there trying to implement it in a classroom or in an educational sphere and just getting us thinking about it because I never thought about it before this. So I think that that overall, this was one of my favorite topics throughout the semester just because of how relatable it was to me. Same. And I think it was pretty much everyone's favorite topic because as I was going through the voice thread, everybody seemed to like chip in and were coming up with all these ideas and stuff. And, and it is very relatable too because it's like that elephant in the room. We can't ignore it anymore. Like it's part, it's a big part of our lives, whether we want to, um, admitted or not and um the younger generation is being brought up with social media they're doing most of the learning outside of the classroom and with social media and so um i think um this is something that all teachers should consider and if they want to go for it they could go for it as long you know as they said you know they got to set guidelines maybe probably talk with the parents if the the kids are underage and um, kind of set up clear objectives to make sure like the students don't, you know, sway and get distracted by the other aspects of social media. So I think that's pretty much the, all that we yeah. have left to talk about. Um, thank you no for joining me, Nico, for this podcast. 
And um, if anybody has any concerns and comments from our class, just let us know. But thank you for listening. Bye. All right. Bye-bye.